What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. To all my people in the struggle, you think God's forgotten about you. Here's some pain medicine. Let's go! your car, you at the house, on your job, be encouraged, boo. come on.
I want to stay that way through all life's demands Cause they chip and they nag and they pull at me And every little thing I make up my mind to be Like I'ma be a daddy who's And I'ma be a husband who stays legit And I pray that I'm an artist who rides above The road that is wide and filled with self Everything that I see draws me Though it's only in you that I can truly see That it's a feast for the eyes, a low blow to purpose And I'm a little kid in a three-ring circus What you do, so we get it twisted when we think it's a job. But yo, before you part from the start, where's your heart? You a pimp, a hustler. Tell, Tell me what's your title? America got no more stars. Now we call them idols. You sit idle as we teach prosperity. The first thing to prosper should be inside of me. That becomes the 22s on the range. But Christ came in range. We say yes, now we change it. Not the same, even though I had a call. Since I made that call, no more stars. Now I'm all yeah.
So when when Satan assigns somebody to come against you or to just harass you, he does it with full intent of doing you harm. So when you when you hear me say I have a hate in my heart, and I do, for Satan, for Lucifer, for Leviathan, Beelzebub, and I have a hatred in my heart for evil human spirits. Now, this is not saying I hate people or I hate, I don't even hate the person that is being used by the devil. I don't. Because I know that they are a victim in the highest degree. But I also know this. They have a heart. They have a mind. They have a will. They have intelligence. And they have the ability to choose. You have the ability to choose which side you're going to be on. I know about blind ambition, and I know that it's all wrong. And I know that you have so many people straddling the fence. And the majority of the time that people become angry with me is when I won't do what they want me to do, whatever it is. Because I'm not going to do it. So I also know that there will be a time when I have to fight. And I'm going to do it. Because understand something. You pick your own battles. Don't let the devil pick the battle for you. You choose which battles you want to engage in. So then when one comes up unexpectedly, you can fight that one too because you got the strength and the energy because you haven't allowed yourself to become so distracted. You're too tired to fight that battle. And when you get too tired, you've already lost. You've already lost. Today, I want to share something with you. And you you have a will. You can will to receive it or you can will to reject it. And that's one good thing. When I share things with you on the headline, I'm not endorsing nothing. I'm just telling you, go look, and you make the decision for yourself. Because you got an enemy that is sitting and watching and observing you with one purpose. And I know from the headline and, and my experience with this headline, That one enemy is always going to come back and throw in your face something you said or something you've done because you're dealing with demons. (laughs) Demons. And they don't mean the person they're operating in any good. But the devil has them seeing you as now sometimes the devil won't make them see you as their your enemy but the devil will make them see you as their next stepping stone of success I don't know why it's like this but it is be ever mindful everybody that comes into your life either to make it better or worse. I mean, there's no middle of the road with that. 
They're either to enrich your life or use you as a mechanism to enrich their life. But let me tell you, you won't get in trouble as long as your heart's intent is of God. You see, there are people that will take the kindness of your heart as a weakness. They'll they'll take you as stupid because the enemy is telling them that they're the most brilliant person in the whole wide world. There's nobody smarter than them. There's nobody more scheming than them. There's nobody more deserving of anything than them. And it's sad to say, these people usually have no morals, no integrity, and false compassion. Are you hearing me this morning? They must have somebody that they value as lower than them so that they can have this false sense of self-esteem, which is very dangerous because they have no self-value, how can they have value of another person? And they will tell you and, 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 and mean it. That's why I'm leery now. I am very leery. Because it takes more than you saying, I love God, out your mouth. And then sitting up, boo-hoo crying, I love God, oh, oh, oh. I love God, oh. Now I wonder. And from now on, I will always be discerning. Maybe one of them, (laughs) maybe one of them really, really, really loves God, but they might have 22 others in there that hate him. They might be, put this in the chat room, mirroring you. They might be mirroring you. So what is that? Because generally, generally, okay, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a little test. I, I don't know why the Holy, the Holy Ghost is taking me this way. Take both of your arms and stretch them out. You know, how, you know how Jesus was stretched out on the cross. Vertically and horizontally. I think it was, if it was a tree, it could have been. Well, anyway. Stretch your arms out. Now, have your arms straight where your shoulders are. Not uncomfortable. Not up high. Out. Straight out wide. Now, look straight ahead. And tell me if you can see your hands. Looking straight ahead, can you see your 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 hands? Wiggle your hands. And tell me, looking straight ahead, if you can see your hands. If you text me, I will tell you why I did that. I am not going to put it out here for the world. But it is a test of something very vital. If you text me, I'll give you the answer. You don't have to text me right now, or you can text me right now, whenever. If you text me, 843-217-2246, I will tell you that you're going to be surprised when I tell you. What I'm going to do is I'm going to tell Jessica and have her send you out an email as to what, what, what that little test will represent. 
a wonderful little test. And I use, I don't use it too often, but I do use it. Back to mirroring you. When a person mirrors you, and if they if they have the ability to discern or or if they know your position on things, they take what they see in you and give it back to you, and you have to be in agreement with it. And when you are in agreement with it, you come into agreement with them. If they're a witch, you come into agreement with their witchcraft. If they're whatever, you come into agreement with them. Salespeople use it a lot. And sometimes they teach it as a sales technique, but it's really a, a witchcraft technique. Remember, remember when you were young and uh, your parents read this fairy tale to you? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Mirroring is the behavior in which one person unconsciously imitates the gesture, speech pattern, or attitude of another. Mirroring often occurs in social situations, particularly in the company of close friends or family. Thank you, Jennifer R. Now, Deborah, 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 Adam. Deborah, if you are on here, give us a clinical definition of mirroring, please. Deborah Adam, give us a clinical definition of mirroring, along with Jennifer R. there. Mirroring a person and putting up a false illusion of who they are is a tactic of narcissism and gaslighting. I count narcissism as witchcraft. And so is gaslighting. And so is mirroring. You see, I want you to understand God wants you to understand, yes, it's a form of controlling, Minister Hood. And yes, Minister Wright, it is deceit and deceitful. You hear me? And the next step you write, Ali, is scrying. S-C-R-Y-I-N-G, scrying. Which is which? Which is witchcraft to the utilization of a mirror? Sky ring. Witchcraft to the utilization of a mirror. So therefore, it can be a physical mirror, which takes you into Shonaf witchcraft, or it can be a spiritual mirror. Either way, you're looking at another form of witchcraft. I'm trying to break this thing down to you all so that you will be able to identify witchcraft whichever way it comes. And sometimes I I know so much about it, I forget what I know. I don't know. And then the Holy Spirit has to bring it back. Scribing, foretell the future using a crystal ball or other reflective object or surface, a mirror for scribing. Yep. Tracking, remote viewing, all of that stuff is witchcraft. And, and It is used today. It is used today just like the word hello is used. Because you have a bunch of people 
who are so mistakenly bound by getting money that they don't know that in Christ money follows you. You ain't got to do money follows you in Christ. Did you know that? Jessica, don't let me forget to send out the, the result of that little little thing I did this morning with the arms. Listen, I don't know how many of you know this already. But the President of the United States of America and his wife have tested positive for coronavirus. It says um, that lady, um, I forget her last name, Hicks, brought it into the into the inner circle of the White House. So the president is um, uh, shut in. I didn't I didn't hear it until about four o'clock this morning. And, and I want to share something with you when I heard that. Now, I don't want to lose any headliners because of what I'm about to say. But if I do, I love you. And um, I'll, I'll still be here, the Lord say the same, when you come back. The Lord said, I want you to do you remember when you took the oath as an officer in the United States Army? He said, you know, you know when you took that oath that officers and enlisted people take two separate oaths. I said, yeah. I said, but I never really I said I gave a speech one time to the um, um, the leadership of the different posts of the um, VFW. I gave a speech in uh, Charleston, South Carolina, and I I remember I wanted the vets to remember, remember. But I want you to listen to what the Holy Spirit said to me. He said, go dig up those oaths. He said, and I also want you to dig up the ones that the soldiers repeated when they enlisted in the Continental U.S. Army in the 1700s. And then I'm going to tell you something. So I want to read that, and, and if there's any veterans on here, this I, I'm reading the oath um, for the United States Army because that's what I, the branch of service I was in. But they're, they're basically all the same. This is how it reads. This is um, the oath of enlistment. As of, it hasn't changed since, this is as of um, 1962. So this is the one <clears throat> that I took, and it's still in effect. First, you have to take this one. I, Erica Shepard, do solemnly swear or affirm that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same, and that I will obey the orders of the President of the United States and the orders of the officers appointed over me according to regulations and the Uniform Code of Military Justice. So help me 
God. Now this is the one that I took as an officer. First, just coming in as a second lieutenant. I, and you have to give your your, your service number, which uh, during the time I went in was your social security number. Having been appointed an officer in the Army of the United States, as indicated above in the grade of second lieutenant, do solemnly swear or affirm that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same, that I take this obligation freely without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion, and that I will well and faithfully discharge the duties of the office upon which I'm about to enter. So help me God. I said, okay, okay, God. I got it. I got it. He said, is the oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States. It is the United States. Please put this in the in the in the chat room. It is the United States of America, not. The United States of President Trump. Why are you saying this? We all know the president has to answer to God just like we do. The president took an oath to the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Just like those of us enlisted and officers did. Brothers and sisters, it is the United States of America. President Trump is the president of the United States of America. He's not the president of America. He is the president of all 50 states, territories, states and territories. I think I think and you pray that while he is in the shutdown, he will remember that it is the United States of America. The president doesn't own America. He cannot tell anybody against the United States of America to stand back and be ready. For what? And now you got COVID. You need to look at this. And his wife got COVID. And don't get me wrong, any soldier that has ever made, swear, affirm these vows, it is still in their heart to defend this country. 
to defend the Constitution of the inalienable right of every citizen in the United States of America. You need to pray right. You need to see right. You need to hear from God right. And I pray the president, being a man of God, will do right. He does not own America. He does not own America. The United States Constitution, all men, all 50 states and U.S. territories, he is supposed to be our defense. He's supposed to be head of everything that holds these United States together, not divided. Not having to worry about if I got to go buy me an AR-15. Not grandmas scared to come out because of a race war. Not right in the eyes of God. Not right. Read the Constitution for yourself. Read the Constitution. All these people have, you know what, Nikita Khrushchev, when President John F. Kennedy was the president, Nikita Khrushchev said, We will destroy America from the inside out. As he was banging his shoe on the table. You pray that God will intervene in his heart and lose him from the spirit of mammon. America does need an exorcism. America does need to be delivered. And the men and women of America need to be able to think again. To have their minds be loose, re-loose. From the spirits of mind control, I solemnly swear or affirm that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. God is going to unloose the minds of the American people that are bound up by the spirit of mammon. Mammon, the spirit of the world. The Bible says it is God who sets up kings and take them down. The Bible says that it is God that turns the head of kings. Pray that the Lord may have allowed this 
so that our president will pray for himself and not listen to bad advice given by people who have a hidden agenda. I don't know what that means. I don't even know if I quoted it exactly right. He might have said, stand by at something. All I know. All I know is it almost sounded like a military command to me. You're right, Brother West. There's no expiration date on this oath. Stand back and stand by. Thank you. Thank you, Minister Donna. Stand back and stand back. What that tells me, I better get my guns ready. Stand back and stand back for what? To people who have one purpose. You want to hear a patriot talk? You listen to one. Not an anarchist. Not somebody under the hidden agenda of a communist or socialist manifesto. Thank you, Nicole. Nicole said a similar oath is taken when you become a federal employee. Well, that's what the military is. Only difference is the military own you, lock, stock, and barrel. <laughs> At least as a federal employee, you can go home. You can think on your own. America has a problem. And you, madam, or Mr. American, can bring God into the equation. I don't have a hidden agenda, but I believe in this, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you, Brother West. Citizens can take the oath also. God's will is being done on earth right now. I talked to, we were talking, really, just yesterday. Just yesterday, I was talking with Brother Joe and Jose. I said, one million people. Do you know how many people that is? That's a lot of people dead. One million people dead. And yet, we're still alive. We're still alive. Out of one million people, I don't know how many billion, you're still alive. Yay, God! You still alive! 
people dead today. In the time, in the span of what, six, seven months? Remember Achan? When Achan brought the unclean thing into the camp? Remember Achan? When he brought the forbidden thing that God told him not to bring into the camp and it was stolen too. It was stolen. The Bible says God opened up the earth and Achan, all his family, a whole bunch of other people died because of Achan's sin. And that's what happened. That's why I try to be so cautious. You don't have to guess who's working against you. Wait on God. He'll show you. You don't have to guess who means you harm. God will show you. Because of this, don't ever forget this. God spoke this to me in an audible voice when he said, your next mission field is your country. I'm sending you back to the United States of America from Central America. I've always been pretty much assigned to the Americas, including North America. He said, if they love me, if they love me, they'll love what you do. And they will love you. If they don't love me, you don't stand a chance. Move on. If they don't love me, you won't stand a chance. Move on. I have never forgotten those words that God spoke to me. You're not called to the world. And neither is our president. He is called to his constituency, the people of the United States of America. I am called to the people of God. I know my calling. I won't step outside of it. Every time I made a mistake and done that, it has been disastrous. So I'm not surprised that the president is going to go on lockdown and prayerfully he and his wife will get this thing right with God. And defend Constitution of the United States of America against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that he will bear true faith and allegiance to the same. When I come to you in prayer, Lord have mercy. And I wonder if you're there, Lord have mercy. When I cannot find the way, Lord have mercy. 
And my heart begins to stray Lord,
made the sacrifice to come to this place tonight. Go ahead. Go ahead. Make it your own. That's it. Go ahead. Somebody came for this moment. 